0: This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM from BetQL.
1: BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM, PJ Glasser and Jim Rodriguez here with you. We had some breaking news on the show in the uh, first segment. J-Rod, Shane Steichen announces head coach of the Indianapolis Colts your your initial thoughts to this hire and what it means for the colts in their quarterback search because we know that's really the big question mark surrounding this franchise
0: yeah i mean you know the, the first thing you know congratulations to him but it's sort of like he came out of nowhere right i mean with with all the talk of coaches and possible and coordinators it's almost like he 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 was got in the mix late i don't think he did but we really never heard of of, of him up until There was a possibility of him there was some interest in the colts and then boom they hired him i think jim Ursay is 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 a wild card to say the least uh they have the fourth pick in the draft pj and i wonder you know if there's any team that would be crazy enough or wild enough to come up with a package to trade with the bears to move up to number one and get that quarterback which is what they need I think it's the Colts, so I think for him, you know, having what he did with Jalen Hurts and running that offense, you know, shoot, they, they, they scored thirty-five points in the Super Bowl. They were the first team to score thirty-five points in the Super Bowl and lose. So he's coming in hot, coming in with a lot of momentum. Um, I think it'll be interesting. The Colts have a pretty good defense. They, they, that's the one thing that they can base on. and If they can get those pieces together, especially with 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 their running back, who we thought at one point was an MVP candidate, they may be in good shape over there.
1: Yeah, they they obviously have a great running back in Taylor. The defense, like you said, they're opportunistic when they're when they're healthy, when they're right. And that's Shaq Leonard does a lot of that. Offensive line needs to play better, J. Rod. We thought coming into this season that was gonna be the strength of that team right. wasn't as good as they as we thought it would be. What direction do you think they go in? Because they've tried these last couple of years, whether it's been Phillip Rivers, Carson Wentz, this year with Matt Ryan. They've tried to just plug in these veteran quarterbacks who are are just statues back there, no mobility, can't move, and they just rely on their run game, their play action, their defense hasn't worked out for them. Do you think they continue to go the veteran route, try and get a guy like Derek Carr, try and get a guy like Tannehill possibly, or do you think they go into the draft and get Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, Will Levis, somebody like that?
0: I think you know we've seen more than anything we've seen that the NFL is a copycat league, and now with the success of a Jalen Hurts and that running quarterback, you know, f- for a while we saw it, and then we we always, oh, it doesn't work; they're going to get hurt. But now we're seeing that there is some success to it, um, and I think th- I think their goal is going to be trying to get one of those quarterbacks, the Youngs, you know, to come out of the drought. I think that's their goal. Maybe even try to trade up and get them. If not. I I don't know if the, if going to the veteran quarterback who can't move is something that they need. I mean, Derek Carr is an intriguing possibility. You know, I, I think he's going to the Saints personally, uh, but I think they need some long-term solutions. And, and, and if you're – Ursa such a wild card. You know, he wants to win, wants to win now, and I get it. But you need to be able to to sell to your fan base that we're going to win and we're going to win every year. And you do that not by a revolving door of quarterbacks. I think they need to get better on that offensive line, which they can do that in the draft. I think they've got a good base with the running back. The defense, like you said, is opportunistic. But you need a quarterback. And I think that comes from the draft if they want to have some long-term success
1: i agree with you and i think a lot of that is dictated too by the division that they're in after the jags the titans the texans and the colts it kind of feels like they're all in the same spot right the texans definitely have the worst roster of the four but the titans are not in a good spot derrick henry's not getting any younger they really don't have any receivers on the outside ever since trading away aj brown defense the the secondary is not very good that front seven's good but the secondary is not very good And then Tannehill, as we know, we'll we'll see what they end up doing with him, but not a guy that they're probably going to invest in long-term. So the Colts are probably looking at that division, J-Rod, saying if we can get the quarterback position right, we can be right there with with the Jags to try and compete for an AFC uh, South title. But I agree with you that they need to go young.
0: Yeah, and when you look at the Jags without getting too far ahead of it, the Jags, for the first time in a long time, they're going to be playing a first place schedule next year that mm-hmm. means the chiefs that means the bills that means the bengals you know they are they are, are are ripe for a letdown next year so we'll see what happens so i think if you're the colts you know you can make some hay and if you're able to win when your own division when again tennessee and houston aren't going to be competitive for a while if the colts could really get well and get well fast meanwhile while the jaguars have to play with the big boys in the tall grass
1: yeah, it's, that's a very good point. Let's turn our attention to baseball now, j Rod. Pitchers and catchers, they reported to camp yesterday, which means let's look at the Cy Young market. We'll start in the American League. We have two guys who are co-favorites to win the award, Garrett Cole for the Yankees, and then Jacob Degrom, I had to almost double take, J Rod, to be like, oh yeah, Jacob Degrom's on the Rangers. That's right, he's in the AL now. So those are your two favorites, followed by Dylan Cease of the White Sox, Alec Manoa's plus nine hundred for the Blue Jays, Carlos Rodon, who is now on the Yankees, he's ten to one, and then Shohei Ohtani is ten to one as well. When you look at the AL Cy Young market, J Rod, of the the favorites, who would you say would be your your best bet that you like?
0: It's funny because as, as a better, the, the market has changed a lot in that. It used to be wins, right? And now, obviously, wins are, aren't important. We've seen the last couple of Cy Young Award winners, you know, winning the Cy Young with 14 wins, 15 wins, not your traditional big number 20, 21 game winners. I love... Carlos Rodon now with the Yankees. I absolutely. I think first of all, at ten to one, it's sort of a little disrespectful that he's that high. I listen. Here's a guy that had 237 strikeouts last year. Had the best strikeout to nine innings ratio. Okay. Had a had a FIP of 2.25. Had an ERA of 2.8 in the National League two years ago with the White Sox. Had an ERA of two and a half of 2.37. I think. Not having to be the ace, Garrett Cole going to get all the attention. I think Carlos Rodin is going to have a monster year for a Yankee team that's going to win games, that's going to score a lot of runs. They're going to be a great one, too. The only thing that could hurt Rodin is obviously Garrett Cole. They could split some votes. But I would put my money right now on Carlos Rodin. I think he's going to have a monster year. He had 10 uh, games in two years ago where he had double-digit strikeouts. The guy is a machine if he can stay healthy in Yankee Stadium. Playing in New York with that media, being on TV all the time, I think Rodan is poised for a big Cy Young season. Yankees have been desperately searching for like
1: that number two starter to go along with Cole, who's like a power pitcher that can get you strikeouts in the postseason. Cortez was great last year. He was an all-star, but he's not the strikeout dominant guy that you're looking for, and they think they found that in Rodon. I think that's a good play. For me, I'm going with Dylan Cease at plus 800. I I think pound for pound, he might be the best pitcher in the American League right there with Jacob DeGrom. What I love about Cease, J-Rod, is that he's durable. He started all 32 games last season, had 16 quality starts, 2.2 ERA, which was the second lowest in the ERA. His uh, K9 is the third highest last year in the AL with 11.1. He had the highest war among AL starters. The White Sox, as we know, were really disappointing last season. We all thought they would win that AL Central Division. If it weren't for Cease, they wouldn't have even had a, a fighter's chance. So hopefully they can get healthier. They can be better this season. But, man, do I love watching Cease pitch. And if the White Sox can give him more run support, if he can continue to do what he did last season, I think he's going to win the award. So he's my guy at plus 800. In the AL, J-Rod, you know, there are a lot of interesting names that you can get some good value on. I'm interested if you could take a long shot I'm looking here, Shane Bieber, 13 to one, Kevin Gausman, 16 to 1. Uh let's see, you have the guys out in Seattle. Luis Castillo 18 to one, Logan Gilbert's 20 to one, Framber Valdez from the Astros is 20 to 1. A lot of interesting names. Is there a flyer on one of the pitchers in the American League that you would take a shot at?
0: Well, you know, I, I almost, I almost wonder if 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 his success hurts him, and that would be Shohei. I mean, he's a ten to one as well. You know, the guy, I, I to me, the guy should be the MVP every year because he had a game last year where he knocked in eight runs as a hitter, and then the next day pitched eight shutout innings and struck out ten. I mean, if that's not the most valuable player, I don't know what is. But I, I Shohei, essentially in a contract year gonna make a ton of money uh whether the Cubs whether it's the Dodgers you know he's another guy that, that I would look for yeah he's 10 to one same as Rodon uh, but those would be the two guys that I would be looking for this year more than anything else I like that I'm going with
1: Luis Castillo 18 to one I actually like the Mariners a lot this year I think they're gonna have a really good year I think they could give the Astros a run in that AL West division. We know that they traded with Cincinnati to pick up Castillo at the deadline. He was awesome for them. But like I said, I think they're going to win a lot of games. He's pitching in one of the most f- friendly pitcher ballparks in yeah. Major League Baseball out there in Seattle. So I think that's going to help him with his ERA. He's a strikeout machine. He really doesn't walk too many batters as well. So I think it's just a really good fit for Castillo playing in that park On that team and the Mariners pitching staff, they might have the best bullpen in baseball as well. So the fact that Castillo, if he takes a lead into the seventh or eighth inning, he's probably going to get that win. He's probably his ERA is not going to get affected, which I like. So at 18 to one, I think there's some value there. On Luis Castillo how about in the National League J Rob we got some great pitchers out there as well guy in your backyard that you know well I'm sure Sandy Alcantara plus 475 he's the favorite Corbin Burns plus 500. Justin Verlander is now with the Mets is plus 600 his teammate Max Scherzer is plus 750. Spencer Strider with the Braves is 11 to 1. Aaron Nola 12 to 1. So when you look at the NL it's it's a little more top heavy with Alcantara and Burns um, but is there anybody that you like?
0: Well, yeah, with, with Alcantara and Burns, those are the last two Cy Young Award winners, and it it proves that you don't necessarily have to be on a high, you know, a high spending market or a team that's even any good. I mean, the, the problem with Sandy, and to me, he would be my favorite again to, to win it, is that he's got to work so hard to, to get those wins. I mean, he he is a guy that was it was an old school, it was a throwback. Of pitching eight you know seven eight innings every night just to eke out you know two to one three to two victories the one guy that i there, there's two guys in there in the nl west first of all there's julio urias of the dodgers he is probably with walker bueller out he is probably the ace of that staff and he is uh, 18 to one for the single Award. listen he won 20 games last year led the national league in era uh 20 games two years ago led the ERA uh, last year in the National League. The guy gets no respect. I don't understand what it is. You know he's always been sort of that middle of the pack guy. You know he on that championship team for the Dodgers. He was a great sort of long man closer. You know they, they would put him in for four inning stretches and he would finish games. He got the last out of the World Series in 2020. I think Julio's poised for a big year and he is in a walk here. So they've always there's two things I've always said on especially on this Valentine's Day there's there's no more two dangerous things in the world. A scorned woman, free agent uh, player. They are the most dangerous creatures on earth. And I think Leo having a chance at 18 to 1 to make big money, especially coming off of two big seasons, I think there's a great possibility. And also, low key, I like Zach Gallon in Arizona. All that guy does is win. You know, he's 16 yeah. to 1. The Diamondbacks are on the come. I think they're going to be a pretty good team. The NL West is going to be wild this year. Uh, there's a lot of good teams in there. I think Zach Gallon, you know, low key could have a good year, and he may be up there, especially at 16 to 1. And it just shows you that Zach Gallon has, has shorter odds than Julio
1: Arias. I know it's crazy and I'm going to give you one more NL West pitcher that I like. I'm going with Joe Musgrove of the Padres. You look at Musgrove last season, J-Rod, he was fantastic in the months of April, mm-hmm. May and June. He had a 2.16 ERA in April, 164 in May, 2.91 in June, and then in July and August it got up to 4.24 so he kind of wore out a little bit. He was having the best season of his career. He signed that extension in the middle of the season. But the Padres are going to be a really good team this season. They obviously got Bogarts to come over. They got a full season of Juan Soto now. Tatis is going to come back when he's done with this suspension. So Musgrove, if he can just keep it right with that suspension, if Musgrove can just keep it going throughout the entire season, I think at twenty to one, there's some good value there. Max Freed at twelve to one with the Atlanta Braves is another guy. The lefty, fourteen and seven last year, two point four eight ERA only threw 185 innings for the Braves. So if he gets that innings count up and can keep that mm-hmm. similar type ERA, he's going to be right in the conversation. So I think Freed at 12-1 to and Musgrove at 20-1 to are some guys that I would look
0: at. Yeah, that's amazing. And again, you know, that NL West, we'll get into a win totals later on. I mean, I think the Dodgers have come back down. The Padres have come back, uh, obviously, come up. I think Arizona is going to be a better club this year. The Giants will be muddling around there. It's going to be a wild mm-hmm. NL West. Like, you know, the best division in baseball is probably going to be the NL West.
1: J-Rod, I'm, what I'm so excited for too, man, I love the change that MLB made where every team is going to play every team, right? It's no more of this AL teams play one team in the NL. You're going to see your favorite team play everybody in baseball, which is what they should have been doing all along, but I'm glad they finally decided to do it. We're going to take a quick break. PJ Glasser, Jim Rodriguez here on BetQL Daily. Coming up, we're doing a little off the board to round out our number one.